McCarthy here. My host is always Blake Pace here to talk to you about another week in the NFL. It's draft time, guys, and uh, we're, I know we're excited. Uh, how you feeling, Blake? I'm great. I'm so excited. This entire week, um, I've been writing a ton on the draft, uh, a lot of player profiles at SB Nation, getting to know some of these players, doing a few mock drafts. Um, excited because Connor and I are doing our very own mock draft this episode. Um, you know, more around towards what we think will happen as opposed to what we do um, if we were the GMs. It's going to be a fun episode. I'm excited to see where this thing goes. I think it's going to go a lot of different directions, and I think, what what did we decide? How long do we get to talk about why we're making this pick? Like, Well, originally we were going to say one minute, but I know that me and you like to talk a while about it, yeah. and we like to talk about our team, so I'm not going to give any certain time limit, but you have to make your pick within the yeah. first minute. You'll uh, have to do that. Good, good. So I think, uh, yeah, I'm excited to get into this. This will be the first time we've ever done a live mock draft on this show. Yeah. So We have no idea where this is going. Connor's picking the uh, odds. I'm going to take the even teams, and uh, yeah, excited. All right. So we want to get into it first, or wait? Oh, wait. It is 31. Oh, oh wow. We gosh. just almost completely forgot about that. Oh, I almost, we almost I, I don't went know right why, into I don't it. Know why I even said anything. Man, I, don't, I didn't even think about oh, that. 31. Well, let's see what we got right here. Um, thank God we caught that. Let's see. Yeah, thank God. All right, any 31s? Huh. Nope. Is, is there a lot of 31s? Um, eh, a decent amount. There, Some of the top 31s are, are studs in the league. Give We've got one right, of the so best running backs. we got one of the best safeties. Can you name either of those two? One of the best safeties. I mean, that could be a lot. A little bang. He, he uh, missed towards the end of last season. Um, Towards the end of last season? Yeah, Chancellor he only played in nine Thomas? games. Uh, Chancellor. Chancellor. Yeah, Cam Chancellor, 31. Uh, this running back also missed, uh, I want to say, the entire season DJ? last year. Hmm? David Johnson? Yep, David Johnson. Let's see. Um, uh, this guy, defensive back for the Packers. Um, he's, you know, played in Green Bay for his, the beginning of his career. Spent two years in Jacksonville, back to Green Bay. Oh, is that Devon House? Yeah, yeah, Devon House. I honestly wouldn't have known that, so shout out to you for that. Um, all right, let me. God, sorry, screens. Uh, yeah, I just remember being on Jacksonville, and Jacksonville was still wasn't very good. Right. Um, this was a breakout star at the safety position. Um, AFC South team this past year had a huge South. season. AFC South. Tennessee Titans. Oh, what's his name? I'm not going to even guess it. Kevin Bayard. That's just a, It's just like, he broke out just like Rashad Jones. I was having trouble remembering him for yeah. on Miami. I was like, <laughs> yep. who the heck is this guy? Exactly. And out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, so some other uh, 31s, Byron Jones, uh, Jalen Mills, Marcus Cooper, Justin Simmons, Adrian Phillips, Jonathan Joseph, uh, Colts rookie Quincy Wilson. Um, he's going to have a big second year. Just watch out for it. Okay. Um, Chris Banjo, Tristan DeCoud, uh, Fabian Moreau, Mac Brown, um, Derek Jones, cornerback for the Jets. Um, and, uh, yeah, that seems to be about it. Those are your 31s. I mean, David Johnson, the camp chancellor, is a great start to that list, but it kind of drops off afterwards. Well, thank sure. God we caught that, though. Oh yeah. So now definitely. Now we can get into our Now we can go into our draft. Get into our business. All right. So, exciting. I guess let's start off number 1 Cleveland Browns. You're on the All clock. Right. And this is going to kill Blake inside and slightly me too, but I really think the Browns are going to go Sam Darnold with this mm. pick. 
uh, quarterback USC. I mean, the guy, I know we like to hate him on a lot, but he does have some intangibles that I can see why teams find him flattering and everything. He, he's been ranked by a lot of scouts as number one, number two quarterback in this draft, and the Browns seem to like him a lot, so I, if this is really their guy, I mean, maybe we're wrong. And the Browns draft him number one, he turns out great. But, uh, yeah, I think Sam Darnold's going to be the first pick in this draft. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it, you know, all spring leading up to this, that he's, you know, a potentially, you know, the number one pick. And there have been some smoke screens, maybe. Um, report came out earlier this morning that it's, it's essentially a 50-50 between uh, Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield, which is a report that was new, um, kind of new after hearing Sam Darnold for so long. But um, I know we bag on him. We bag on Darnold as the number one guy. I There are five quarterbacks in this draft that are going to go in the first round. I think there are five quarterbacks that deserve to go in the first round. Sam Darnold's just not our favorite. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean he's not worth the first round pick. I don't think he's worth the first overall pick. I agree that this is, you know, a very – there's a very good shot that they go in this direction. I would just hope for Cleveland – that they don't. I really, I think that's just going to be the case of it. And like uh, we were talking outside, uh, the quarterbacks, the five quarterbacks that we've been talking about, I mean, I feel like they have pretty similar ceilings. They all have pretty similar ceilings in my mind where they can all be stars in this league, but their floors are the same way. They can all fail. So, I mean, like Sam Darnold's just our least favorite out of the group. And yeah, I don't think that even this quarter, I think this quarterback class is like a very, um, Average class. I think what you're you're gonna get some some middle tier quarterbacks, um, some who have the ceiling to you know break into that top ten range. Um, but you know, if you're asking me, would I still rather Goff or Wentz? Um, I would take those guys over these guys in the draft. I would yeah. still take the three of Trubisky, Mahomes, and um, Deshaun Watson over. I'd say just about all these guys as well. I mean, when you said that like there's five quarterbacks deserving of this first round, I think it's just more of the fact that they're just so similar. I mean, like just and there are so, so many similar. teams that have needed yeah, the position exactly. Mm-hmm. So all right, that's our first pick, and uh, it's on to you with the second pick of the NFL draft for the New York Giants. I'm not wasting any time. I'm running Whoa. up, handing in uh, this slip to the commissioner. The Giants are taking Saquon Barkley, oh, no way. running had back from down. Penn State. Um, <laughs> right. The the Giants are are in a win now scenario, and I think that um, the management and coaching staff realize that they have um, a, a head coach that can um, take get the most out of Eli over the next few years, and I expect them to not really rush to replace Eli Manning just yet. Um, and then you have two of the most um, offensive freaks in football on the same team in Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley. You're essentially playing 11 on 9 because of, you know, just how dynamic both of those players are. So Giants go out, they get their stud running back for the next 10 years. I think he's a generational talent. Um, I think he changes the entire look of that offense. Um, I think he works well in a Pat Shermer offense that you saw over in Minnesota. Um, Dalvin Cook had a great start to his career there. And then even um, Latavius Murray, Jarek McKinnon did their work. Um, it's kind of like Saquon Barkley is a combination of what they both provide, but even better in that aspect. Um, Saquon Barkley to the New York Giants really changes what they got on that offense. And aside from quarterback and maybe some offensive line depth, um, their skill positions are unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I like the pick. I mean, Saquon Barkley can just help any team. We talk about him every week. I mean, the Giants can really use him. So definitely. I think that's a great pick. Go on to the next pick, I guess. We'll go with uh, the New York Jets at number three right now. And uh, they're looking at a lot of – and they're obviously taking a quarterback. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about Baker Mayfield, but this one's going to be a combination of what I think they should do and 
what I think is going to happen. I'm thinking they're taking Josh Allen at number three from Wyoming. Wow. Go Josh wow, Allen. you I shocked know. me with that. I, you did, I did shock you with that. I thought, I I thought think, you were going to say Rosen. I, I, I'm not going Rosen with this one. I think the Jets, I mean, we talk about it. Josh Allen, of all the quarterbacks, I mean, I know we said they're similar, but I think Allen has the biggest upside of this list. And they retained uh, Josh McCallum, I believe, for one more year. And he's a good bridge quarterback. I mean, the Jets, they've toiled in quarterback misery for years now. And to go out and take Baker Mayfield, who, I mean, is one of the riskier quarterbacks in this draft, I think they should go with the un, uh, the proven talent in Josh Allen. I mean, I think that he could lead the Jets uh, to a great offense in the next couple of years. I think Todd Bowles is a good coach, and he can get him there. And he has some weapons on that offense. Uh, Robbie Anderson should still be there a couple of years. Austin Sferius Jenkins. I think the Jets go Josh Allen here. I think they take the most talented quarterback in this draft. I mean, that's great for them. Um, I certainly would be excited for New York if they took Josh Allen. Um you know, it's not like I, – I think it's more likely that they go Rosen or uh, Mayfield. It's probably um, more likely. And I I'm... think that's – I just think because of um, – I don't know. It, it kind of just fits in. It, it doesn't really matter, but like the whole New York aspect of it, the major media market, I see guys like Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield being able to thrive in that. Where Josh Allen, he's received a lot of flack over, the, over his um, career and through this draft process. I feel like the New York media would – kill him if, A, you didn't see him on the field his first year, and, B, he struggled from the start. Yeah, I mean, I will say, I mean, he has come out public. I know quarterbacks are supposed to do this, but he's come out public. Like, I would love to have an opportunity right. to play in New York. And yeah. he, he said that he thinks he, he loved the coaches already, and he said that he think we'd be a great fit there. And I think that he could make it work. I really do. I think he's talented enough to get over. Yeah, and they, they are branching off of that Kansas City offense um, in New in New York right now. They've, they've come from that yeah. Eric, um, Eric Reed. Yeah tree of I guess and um the Chiefs last year took uh the most similar guy to Josh Allen in last year's class in Patrick Mahomes big bodies athletic and throw the ball deep um so it, you know if Pat Mahomes can have success in Kansas City Josh Allen should really have some success in New York as a quarterback for the Jets oh, an interesting pick yep so I guess it's on to your pick now yeah number four the Cleveland Browns back on the clock um I'm not wasting time with this one either. I think the second best prospect in this entire draft is still available. Or, No, I take that back. The third most talented prospect in this draft is available. Cleveland Browns go out and get their pass rush duo for the future. Um, they take Bradley Chubb from NC State. Um, I think he's the best defensive prospect in this draft. Um, I think that uh, right now they do need help in the secondary. There's not a guy I'm, I'm ready to pick as a top four pick. Um, at safety or corner. Um, and I think if you're pairing him with Miles Garrett, you enter day one with probably one of the, already the top pass rush duos in the league. I think that will, in by the end of the year, compare to the likes of Bosa and Melvin Ingram or, um, you know, just some other great duos there. And, and they're both young, so you've got them for a while. So the Browns, you know, well, I may not like if they go Sam Darnold. If they end up with Bradley Chubb and the quarterback for their future, a great draft for them. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, that's two huge pieces to put on the Browns puzzle right there. I mean, uh, we don't know if Darnold's going to work out and everything, but at least they have someone to build around for the next couple of years and right. have someone that can take that lead. I mean, the Browns have been missing a quarterback for years. So many of these teams that are going to take quarterbacks have been missing quarterbacks for years. Yeah. So hopefully these guys start working out, you know. And uh, Bradley Chubb, I mean, that's a great pick no matter what. Whoever gets him is going to be happy with what they get out of him. Definitely. All right, so number five, and uh, Blake and I discussed we, we, there's going to be a couple trades in this draft that we've predetermined and everything. So the Bills are going to go up and get the number five pick 
from the Broncos, and the Broncos are going to get their 12 and 22 pick. Yep. So All we right. have uh, two trades in this um, first round that we kind of just predetermined, and uh, this first one, I think it's it seems really likely that the Bills are going to trade up, um, whether it's to five or to six with Indy. Um, I think they're really worried about you know some other teams like the Dolphins or the Cardinals trying to make moves. So I think Buffalo. I think it's. Fairly likely that tomorrow yeah. we see them trade up. Yeah, and I don't know if Denver. I mean, John Elway. I know he's pretty picky on his quarterbacks and everything. I don't know if he's going to be over excited to take one of these, and especially I mean, at he, five, yeah. when especially some at five, of them are already going to be yeah. gone. If you can trade back and get the twelve and twenty second pick, I think you'd take that in a heartbeat. So I'm going to go with that. So the Bills moved up, and they're taking Josh Al. Or sorry, Josh Rosen, quarterback out of UCLA. I think he's one of the most safe. I think he's the safest quarterback in this draft class. I like his intangibles. I think his uh, his throwing motion, everything like that, he's got good touch, he's got good feel and everything. There's some questions with his motivation and everything, but he's been uh, uh, pretty uh, fired up in the off- in this uh, pre-draft uh, talking about how he wants more rings than Tom Brady and everything. <laughs> so I think the Bills, they need a quarterback after letting Tyrod Taylor go. They have A.J. McCarron there who can hold the fort for a year as Rosen um, starts to get comfortable and everything. So I think that this would be a smart pick for the Bills. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um you know, Josh Rosen, if he's available at five, I'm definitely taking him. Um, it'll be interesting to see who is available when the Bills trade up because, um, you know, this could play out in a different direction where oh, it's between, you know, you have to choose Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield at yeah. five. And then, you know, what do you choose there? But getting Rosen, uh, he's my second favorite quarterback in this draft class. Um, definitely the most ready to start day one. I think he would start yeah. day one in Buffalo especially. Um, it'll be, it'd be a competition between him and Adrian McCann. Yeah, I still think that, you know... AJ McCarron, I would understand AJ McCarron starting if the Bills have a Josh Allen, or um, even if they waited and took Lamar Jackson, someone that I think needs more time on the bench. I think Rosen is ready to start from day one. I would be surprised if he didn't. Um, but I think Buffalo is a good system. I mean, great coaching staff. You saw what they did with that team getting them into the playoffs last year, um, and it's it's a huge upgrade for that offense. Um, they don't have to rely on the running game as much, and Lashawn McCoy can save his legs a little more. Yeah. Um, solid Finally. pick. Solid yeah. pick. Yes, sir. And now, who are the Colts taking at number six, Blake? I know you could write, you could talk the whole show about this. Oh, pick. of course. What and I and I really, I wanted to make it so the the Browns didn't take Bradley Chubb at four, so I could steal him at six. Mm-hmm. Um, but with him gone, uh, the Colts are going to go out and take Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker from Virginia Tech. Um, Ooh. This guy is. Uh, a stud and I think he's you know behind Bradley Chubb I think he's the second best defensive player in this draft um I think he's a lock to go in the top eight I think he doesn't get past Chicago at eight um but I think if the Colts decide not to trade back and we didn't have them do that I think at pick six they go and get the best linebacker in this class the inside linebacker is their biggest position of need right now um they had Jabal Sheard on the edge last year that was great for them they do need secondary help but I don't value any of the DBs as being, you know, more valuable right now than Edmonds. Um, maybe if the Colts were later back in the 9-10 to 10 range, I would have them take a defensive back. Um, but Tremaine Edmonds is, you know, a huge plug in the middle of the field, um, an aggressive tackler. I think he'd be a great fit for Indy. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Tremaine Edmonds, I'm a huge fan of him in this draft. Uh, when this, the draft were first coming up, I was hoping that he would somehow sneak to the Redskins at 13 when this first started coming down. But 
It seems that his uh, draft profile has been going up recently. Oh, yeah. And it seems like he could sneak into the top ten or go as early as six now. I mean, he's just a very athletic linebacker that has plenty of power and love for the game and everything. I mean, I just think uh, the one weakness I've seen out of him, he can be too athletic for his own good sometimes, <laughs> over-pursuing plays and getting too quickly to the backfield. So we'll see how Tremaine Edward Edmonds uh, works out in Indy, and I think you can definitely use him. Mm-hmm. On to the next pick. So we're on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the seventh overall pick. And it would be a shame if they did not go defense for the seven overall pick after Tampa Bay's year last year and all the injuries they had. I mean, we saw it, and the defense really came apart. So I'm going to go with Minka Fitzpatrick, safety out of Alabama, to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. The secondary, I mean, they have a couple decent, they have a good decent safety there, and uh, I can't think of his name right now. They got from Denver last year. Ward? TJ Was it Ward? Yeah, TJ Ward. Yeah, TJ Ward. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they came out of. But uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, I mean, he's a great talent out of Alabama. He's more of a hybrid type uh, safety line, uh, player, and I think that he'll be a great addition to the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, um, I definitely think that's a direction they can go in. Um, the only other thing that I thought was taking Quentin Nelson, yeah. um, I think that their offensive line is pretty banged up, and they haven't been able to establish a sufficient running game in years. And, you know, without Doug Martin on that roster, I think that the running back play is going to look even worse if they don't bolster up that offensive line. But there's, you know, there's no problems with going Minka Fitzpatrick, getting that secondary um, resurrected. Definitely. And on to your next pick, which is the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears at eight. So, yeah, like I said, I would have gone Tremaine Edmonds if he was available. I think that he kind of brings that – the presence of uh, where was the defensive coordinator just at? I'm blanking on this right away. Uh, defensive coordinator for the Bears was the DC in um, San Francisco when Patrick uh, Willis was there. I kind of view Tremaine Edmonds as kind of fitting that same mold, so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes there on draft day. But with him off the board, um, I believe that the Bears will go out there and take Quentin Nelson. Um, I just think, you know, falling to eight, I think that it is a great pick for um, the Bears, and honestly, he's the second best player in this draft. Um, he's a surefire. He has all pro potential. Um, he you know, could go down as one of the greats at the guard position. And Chicago, they have a great run game. Um, they have a young quarterback. This will be you know, a, a per, you know, solid protection for him. I think that's the direction that they go in. All right. On to the next pick, number Nine. Nine, right? And this is the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. All right. So, they got Jimmy G on the offensive side of the ball, so I like the offense even with all the other players around. And I'm going to go with Quan Smith, linebacker out of mm. Georgia for the San Francisco 49ers, especially with all the trouble that they're having with Ruben Foster right now. Uh, the 49ers could use a large athletic linebacker, and I think that Quan Smith can be a day-one starter and make an impact immediately. Yeah, I, I don't argue with that at all. Kind of upset because I was going to take him at 10 for the uh, – ah. For the Raiders, but, um, you know, Roquan Smith, second best linebacker in this draft class. Um, And, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen um, with their current linebacking situation. If he's going to be on the team, Ruben Foster, if he, you know, is going to get kicked off. Um, If he comes back, great. You have two amazing linebackers. You have two of the better linebacking prospects over the last two years. If he gets rid of him, you don't have to worry about filling that void later in the season. I love that pick for the 49ers. Um, So now to 10, Oakland Raiders. Really wish I could have taken uh, Roquan Smith there. I think he's a perfect fit for the Raiders. Um, but I'm going to go uh, Derwin James of the um, of Florida State. 
safety. I think um, looking at the team, um, Reggie Nelson is 35 years old, and I think that right now they need to kind of transition into some younger defensive backs. They've drafted young defensive backs recently, Garyon Conley, um, Carl Joseph from West Virginia in last year's draft. I think they continue to do that, especially given off who's available right now. Um, I don't think they need to go cornerback. Um, Derwin James, 10th pick. Uh, do we want to run down and just review our top 10 picks right now? Do you yeah, want to read sure. that? I, I, have, I have it right now. All right, so well, number one overall, the Browns take Sam Darnold. Number two, the Giants take Squam Barkley. Number three, the Jets take Josh Allen. Number four, the Browns take Bradley Chubb. Number five, the Bills take Josh Rosen. Number six, the Colts take Tremaine Edmond. Uh, and uh, number seven, the Buccaneers take Mika Fitzpatrick. Number eight, eight uh, the 49ers the take the Bears. Uh, yeah, the Bears. Which one? I missed the Bears one. The Bears Quentin one Nelson was at eight. Quentin, yeah, Quentin Nelson at eight. And then the 49ers take Quan Smith. And the Raiders take Derwin James. All right. So, wow. So, let's just, I mean, taking a look at who's falling a little. Uh, Baker Mayfield hasn't been selected. Yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. I, I, I have a feeling that he might fall out of the top ten. If the Jets fall? don't take him at number three, I feel like he could fall hmm. out of the top ten. And I don't know who's going to take him next. And I, I have an idea who you could. You have an idea who's going to take him next? I have an idea who could. But All right, well, where are you going with this next pick, then? Next pick, we have the Miami Dolphins, right? Yeah. And I'm going to go Vita V with the Miami Dolphins. Really? I thought this I is where you are going to put Baker. This is not where I'm putting Baker. Interesting. I, didn't want, I, don't, I don't think the Dolphins are going to want to take uh, Baker here. Vita V will be a great – he's a nose tackle, defensive tackle out of Washington. It can really fill in that void that Dominican Sue's leaving behind. I think that the Dolphins need to go a lot of different places. I think they want to give Ryan Tannehill maybe another shot. I mean, maybe take a quarterback later in the draft in the second round or anything start building them up from there. But, yeah, I think that the Dolphins go defense right here. Interesting. Um, yeah, I I agree. I think uh, Vita Vea is undeniably the best defensive lineman in this class. Um, and I love the fit in Miami, you know, losing the Damakung Su, um, putting him right in the middle of that defensive line. Um, if Baker falls this far, I feel like it would be tough for Miami to pass up on him. Um, but either way uh, – you know, a solid pick and a, a plug in the middle of the line. The thing, thing with Baker and everything, and I like it, but I just, the quarterbacks, maybe NFL teams, I don't think quarterbacks should go so much in early in the drafts and everything, and there's so much talent around to be had. And I know how I think it's going to happen. I think, you, and you might I be think, right. I think you're going to get four in the top ten and five in the top and fifteen. I, maybe I'm being too biased with I'm thinking, maybe the GMs will finally just be like, hey, you know what, I can focus on other positions. And I don't know if this guy's going to be definitely, but I know that Vita Vea is going to be a really good talent, and I'm just going to go with the surefire thing. That's what I'm playing. I'm playing it more safe than going for quarterbacks right now. Well, they're going to start falling. I know yeah, they are. With this next pick, pick number 12, the Denver Broncos are going to take Baker if he's here. Um, I originally was going to go in the direction of Marcus Davenport. I think that he's a freak of nature and would be a great pair to um, the opposite side of Von Miller. Um, I think that if... You know, he if Bradley Chubb was available at five, I think that's where the Broncos would go. But clearly, we had him taken by the Browns. Um, but I'm going to go Baker Mayfield to the Denver Broncos. I just think that he has to be in consideration. Like they have to be thinking about him at pick number five. But if you can trade back, get two first round picks, and get Baker at number twelve, I think the Broncos walk away extreme winners of this draft. I'm going to take Baker Mayfield for the Broncos at twelve. And, you know, I, I like the fit, too, because you've got some good receivers. You've got a young offensive line, a stud defense. Um, 
yeah, I'd like to see what he could do in Denver, and we're going to put him with the Broncos. All right. So that that was your number 12 pick, right? Yeah. So we're on to the Redskins, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Where you, you can go a lot of different ways with this, but I'm going to go with Denzel Ward, cornerback out of Ohio State, nice. with this pick. I mean, the Redskins need, they need to bolster up their secondary again after losing Kendall Fuller and Rashad Breeland this offseason. I mean, Josh Norman had a bad year, too, last year. Uh, I think that's the biggest question mark right now for our team, right? And I, I really want to see another stud cornerback that we really develop, and I think that Denzel Ward could be that guy. Yeah, I mean, he fell in our draft. I think yeah. that it, I think that he doesn't. I think that the defensive backs as a unit will fall a little in this draft, but I mean, getting him at thirteen is a great pick for you guys. Um, I, I love the fit. I think that uh, is great to put alongside in that defensive um, secondary that's lost a few pieces. You trade away your corner to Kansas City. Um, that's a good start. It's a good start to rebuilding back there. Um, so yeah. now we're down to number 14, and this is our second trade of the uh, first round, our second and last trade. Um, there's a lot of rumors right now that the team to move up to take a quarterback is the New England Patriots. Out of nowhere. <laughs> and so we are taking uh, – Green Bay is trading back to 23-31 and 31 for the New England Patriots to move up to number 14 – New England fears that the Arizona Cardinals at 15 are going to grab Lamar Jackson. The Patriots have been linked to Lamar. They like what they have out of him. They're going to make him the future quarterback, um, the heir to Tom Brady. Patriots select Lamar Jackson. He uh, And I saw an interesting theory because for years, um, or for this entire draft process, everyone's, uh, Lamar Jackson's a wide receiver. He's not a quarterback. Why can't he be both? I think that Lamar. I think when New England drafts Lamar Jackson, Ooh. they're gonna play him at wide receiver until Tom Brady decides to leave. That's crazy. That that would be insane. Think about the trick plays that you could run with that too. They're yeah, they're I always mean, I see ahead the of trick the curve. Play is kind of a gadget. A gadget. I mean, they do it yeah. all the time with um with Edelman. Edelman played quarterback in college. They've done trick plays where Edelman throws a bootleg pass. I can see him coming. I mean, not. I don't see it being a consistent part of the offense and no, everything. No, but I, I see it. Uh, you could a rotational it. wide yeah. receiver. Yeah. Um, some guy that you actually have serve as a receiver, and then every once in a while a trick play. They always have to be thinking about the idea of it, and yeah. I think it 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 means a lot to an NFL player to just get out on the field. Um, I think that if you spend years on the bench, you're not getting NFL experience because you're not seeing game time action. You're not seeing how fast these NFL players are. If Lamar Jackson can be a receiver in New England for a year, he can be in the huddle, learn from Tom Brady, learn from you know opposing defenses in the NFL, and I think that would be great for his transition to quarterback when Tom Brady retires. I definitely could see him using his catch occasionally, but if he got hurt playing wide receiver pretty bad, that would be a devastating thing for New England, I think. So oh, yeah. I don't think they'll use him that often at receiver or anything like that. But yeah, I could see him being a gadget. And... I don't know. I, I, I do like a Lamar Jackson fit if uh, Belichick can really train him how to take care of his body and really get down and like teach him how to slide, basically, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Because the dance moves that he does in college, it won't always work yeah. in the NFL. So, yeah, I think that it'll be an interesting sit for the Patriots if uh, they get Lamar Jackson right there. So, Definitely. 15 Arizona Cardinals now. Well, all the quarterbacks are pretty much – that's all five of them, right, yeah. at this point? Yep, all if five Arizona doesn't trade up and get their quarterback and they're sitting here now, it's going to be an interesting pick. Hmm. All right, I think I'm going to go with Marcus Davenport, defensive end, UTSA. I think that uh, after they lost Calais Campbell in the offseason last season, they've been missing a bit of a pass rush. I know they have other guy down they there. Took, um, well, they have the guy from New England, yeah. um, but they also took uh, 
Oh, who was their front seven guy they took in last year's draft at pick 10? I know, I know. That's oh, who I was thinking. That's who I was thinking. What's his name? Uh, all right, we'll get back to that. You can look at what I'm I'll talking about. I'll look it up while you're Mark talking. Bit. I just, I, pass rushers are such a huge thing in the NFL. We know that in the drafts are always at a premium. And getting a, a defensive end like Marcus Davenport and the potential he brings to that defense to get them back to what they were when uh, – uh, they were making the playoffs in the NFC Championship game. I think that it would be a good start, and if they don't get a quarterback in these top 10, 15 picks, then I think that's where they should go. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I'm still trying to pull up this list. I don't know what's happening. Oh, we have it. It is loading. It is here. It is Hassan Reddick, that's linebacker. A, so, a, yeah. you know, he's linebacker. more of a linebacker, edge rusher, but I agree. Building that front seven is extremely important. Um, with the quarterbacks gone, it looks like they're either going to have to go late in the draft to find a guy, maybe a sleeper, but... Um, for now, they're rolling with Sam Bradford, David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald. I don't value any receivers to be taken this high. Um, solid pick for Arizona. Yeah. So I'm number 16 now. Um, why don't I even have what team is picking at number 17? 16 is 16. Baltimore Ravens. Oh, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, this is easy. Uh, they're going Harold Landry, edge from Boston College. Um, I even had this mocked uh, in an article I came out with yesterday on Pure Sports or earlier today. Uh, Harold Landry <clears throat> has superstar potential. I think that his floor is a little bit shaky when you compare him to Davenport and um, Bradley Chubb, but Harold Landry's ceiling, I think, is the highest of this edge class. Um, I think he could become their next Terrell Suggs, and I think the Ravens value finding a guy that can, you know, that has that potential while Suggs is still um, is still there. So uh, yeah, you know, Harold Landry out of Boston College. Um, I love the fit for Baltimore, and I think that's where they go. So we just put two edge rushers back-to-back, -back, right? We did just put two nice. edge rushers back-to-back. So, yeah, the, those top three pass rushers off the board by pick 16, uh, and that moves us to 17. 17, and that would be the Los Angeles Chargers, right? Yep. Oh, gosh. Now I have to really start digging I know. This is the part where I'm Harold like, where Landry, am I going with yeah, this? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking right now. And I, there's some players that I still really like, but I'm just trying to think of the right fit right now. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe go defensive tackle with a pair up with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. I know they have another. I mean, that would just make an. Their interior D line is yeah. getting old. Yeah, um, their interior. I would say um, we don't have any safeties available right now because they went a little bit earlier. But um, I'm thinking, you know, they they haven't re-signed their safety from last year. They lost Eric Weddle two seasons ago. Yeah, um, but any other safety right here, I think, would be a stretch, really. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe they take a guard here. I'm thinking maybe they take a guard. What's his name? Uh, looking for him right here. Actually, no, no, no. I'm taking Mike McGillicky uh, from uh, Notre Dame. Mike McGillicky? Yeah, from Notre Dame. That's who I'm taking at this pick. I think he fall this. I, I don't know why I was thinking of him. He's going to fall way too far if he goes this far. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's a great. Another tackle from, uh, or another offensive lineman from Notre Dame. I mean, they've been pumping him out in the past couple years. Yeah. And Phillip Rivers isn't getting any younger, so protecting your quarterback is always a priority. I think that'd be a great pick. Yeah, I agree. The Chargers have a big hole at right tackle right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you can slide over there, maybe, you know, develop one day into a left tackle. Um, I think that, you know, right now the Chargers are in an interesting spot. I would have thought McGlinchey would have gone a little higher. I have a sneaky, I have just a feeling that him being an undersized tackle, I, I have a weird feeling that he's going to go even as high as nine to the 49ers. Okay, um, I think that right now, I think 
Um, Trent Brown isn't really the mold of linemen that um, Kyle Shanahan is looking for. He wants his linemen to be quicker, um, you know, a little bit slimmer, and Trent Brown isn't that for them. So I think that he might go there, but um, if he slides all the way to the Chargers. Yeah, I can see him even going to the Ravens. It's perfect. too. There's other teams yeah. that can take him as well. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's, that's a solid. That's solid for them. Um, <clears throat> all right, so now we are on to pick 18, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, let me pull that up. Seattle Seahawks. So I think that they are going to go out there and they're going to take Mike Hughes, uh, cornerback from Central Florida. Um, he is my second favorite um, corner in this draft. Um actually behind Jair Alexander, but I don't view Alexander as the best fit for Seattle right now. I think Mike Hughes, um, an aggressive guy, will fit right into that hard-nosed Seattle-based defense. Um, after the team lost Richard Sherman, they have so, so many holes over this roster. They could go in so many different directions. They could, um, if a safety is available, they could look for you know an eventual replacement to Cam Chancellor. They could go cornerback, obviously, what I had them do. Um, they could go anywhere in the front seven or on the offensive line. They could also take a running back if they view um, some of these guys as first-round talents. I wouldn't put that past them. They have a lot of holes. This is a team we've been critical of because what they've done in uh, the offseason has been kind of just trade away everyone. Um, yeah, and they're rebuilding right now. Exactly. They're rebuilding, and they unfortunately have a franchise quarterback that they have to rebuild with. Um, Mike Hughes kind of you know, will get them going in the right direction in getting a younger, healthier secondary. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, Seahawks really can go anywhere right now mm-hmm. besides quarterback. Dude, anywhere besides quarterback. I would love to see him go offensive line, maybe just maybe give Russell Wilson some help. But, yeah, yeah Mike Hughes, I mean, they need to rebuild that secondary. They Definitely. need to rebuild the whole team. So, yeah, that would be a good pick. On to the Cowboys at number 19. After the offseason, they got rid of their franchise number one uh, wide receiver and Des Bryant, so I'm going to say the Cowboys take Calvin Ridley here hmm. as the first wide receiver off the board. He's not my favorite receiver in the draft, I, but I think Calvin Ridley is more of what the Cowboys are looking for in a pro-typical type wide receiver. Uh, he's often the number one ranked quarterback or wide receiver from scouts uh, in this year's draft class. He's got the speed. Uh, he's got, I think he's, what is he, 6'2", six, 6 foot? Hmm. I think he's, he's not extremely tall, but he's pretty tall. And I think that uh, he can make a good pairing with uh, their young quarterback, uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, I like the pick. Um, of course, you know, he's not either of our favorites. He's a uh, six foot one. Six he's foot not. One, yeah. He's not either of our favorite wide receivers. I know you like DJ Moore. I like DJ Chark from LSU. Um, but this uh, the signs just seem to be pointing towards, um, Calvin, towards Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Um, yeah, they they need a receiver. You can't go into the season telling me that Allen Hearns is your number one receiver. I don't want to hear that, especially when you're a team that's supposed to be winning. Um, they go out and get a future wide receiver for them. Uh, it's, it's a great start for them. So now we are on to pick 20. And after this, if you want, you could do another recap of what happened from 11 through 20. Um, the Detroit lions, uh, you know, this is a team that, um, you know, new head coaching staff. And I have a theory of when new coaching staffs come together for their first draft. I think they look to take a piece of what was so successful in the, the last place that they played for, um, so or they coached for. So uh, having um, Matt Patricia coming from New England, New England has always been stuck on having two stud corners, um, not just one. Darius Slay is not going to cut it for them. They're going to go out and they're going to take um, Jair Alexander, cornerback from Louisville. Uh, he's my favorite cornerback in this draft class. He's, he's a ball hawk. He's always there on the field. He's aggressive. Um, and I think he's a perfect fit for... 
for Detroit, um, who is definitely going to be looking for their second corner. Um, they could go, you know, another pass rusher. They could take a running back. Um, but I think at 20, sitting there, if Jair Alexander is available, they take him. Yeah, that would be a great pairing with uh, Darius Lay yeah, out there. Be solid. Yeah, it would be a very solid one. All right, so I want to recap the uh, 11 through 20. So that would be starting at the Dolphins. The Dolphins at number 11 are taking Vita V. Or Vita Bay. Sorry, I can't pronounce the name very well. Uh, then the Broncos will take Baker Mayfield, the Redskins, Denzel Ward, the Patriots, Lamar Jackson, the Cardinals, Marcus Davenport, the Ravens, Harold Landry, the Chargers, Mike McGillicay, uh, the Seahawks, Mike Hughes, the Cowboys, Calvin Ridley, and Detroit, Jair Alexander. All right. Nice. On to our 21st pick, and it's the Bengals at number 21, right? Mm-hmm. All right, the Bengals, another team that has a lot of problems, but the most glaring is their offensive line, in my opinion. I'm going to go if they take James Daniels, center out of Iowa right here. Uh, I mean, he's just a guy that's projected to be a good starter in the NFL for a long time. It's a safe pick. They need to get Joe Mixon some help, and Andy Dalton, I guess, too, if he's still the quarterback after a year there. So I think that they're going to go offensive line, and James Daniels is one of the best that's still available here. Yeah, and I don't even think that James Daniels necessarily has to play center. Um, I think that he could be one of the better guards next year as well from this class. So no matter where you need help on that line, Getting James Daniels can plug him in at guard, can plug him in at center if you need it. The offensive line is the most banged-up position in all of football, so it never hurts to take a guy like that. I, I'm sure we'll see that with several teams later on in the end of this first round. I love that pick for them. <clears throat> so now we're off to 22, and that is the second pick for the Denver Broncos. And this is an interesting one. So they go, uh, they go Baker Mayfield with their first pick. And if I'm looking through the rest of their team, there's not an edge guy that I would necessarily take right here. Um, you know, I'm going to go uh, Josh Jackson, cornerback from Iowa. Um, I think that that they are um, they're seriously considering taking a corner at number five. I think Denzel Ward has been projected there. They love what they've seen from, um, from him throughout this entire draft process. But in this trade-back scenario... He's not available. Some of the other top corners aren't available as well. I think they go Josh Jackson from Iowa. Um, you know, they traded away Aqib Tlaib. They need to fill in someone at that other cornerback position alongside Chris Harris Jr. Um, Josh Jackson, uh, not my favorite corner. You know, my top three are already gone, but a solid pick in the first round for Denver. Um, and I think that's a great haul if you can get Baker, your potential quarterback for the future, and a solid uh, corner to eventually grow into that number one role. Yes, sir. All right, yeah, I like that one too. I mean, uh, losing the keep to leave and everything in Denver. I mean, they still have a good secondary, but just add to the riches and everything. Yeah. So, Packers are the next pick because they traded with New England. This will be their first pick in the draft in our mock draft. Uh, I'm gonna go with Leighton Vander Esch here for the Packers, oh, linebacker cool. of Boise State. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's very athletic, and he, I mean, he's still got some uh, learning curve because he's only played for a short amount of time and everything. But uh, the athleticism is always there. I think he'd make a great combination with Clay Matthews out there, and the Packers need to start focusing on defense because, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been, is able to carry that offense for years, but the defense has always been lackey. So I think this would be a good pick for them right here. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Packers. You know, when you have Aaron Rodgers, that masks a lot of your issues on offense. And for now, that they they they've shown that they can win without a running game. Essentially, um, that they can win with you know poor receiver play. They did upgrade, bring in uh, Jimmy Graham, um, Connor's favorite tight end in all of football. Um, that was oh, a little yeah, sarcasm. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 on the defensive yeah. end, um, I definitely agree. Bolstering that front seven is important. Um, 
And yeah, I think that, you know, if they stay at 14, I think you could see them take an edge guy. But around this range, um, this is a range where I think Layton. One second. One second. I'll be honest. I did not. I thought this guy had already been taken. And I don't think. I think we skipped somebody. I thought he had been taken. Rashad Evans? Has he not been taken yet? No, but I think that. Leighton Vander Esch? I, I don't know. I like. I, like I think Rashad those. Evans. I think those two are scheme fits. Yeah. But yeah, he hasn't been taken yet. So yeah. if you want to pull pull back that card, and... I think I would probably go with Rashad Evans. I thought he had already been taken. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, he's still there. I'm sorry, I'm taking it back. I'm going with Rashad Evans right here. Rashad Evans, uh, linebacker as well. I think he's another great fit right uh, out of Alabama. I think I'm going to go with him here instead of Leighton Vander Esch just because Esch's lack of experience exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he's a safer pick in this situation. Yeah, uh, I think both are um, capable linebackers. I've had them both ranked around the same range. I think they're going to be in this wave of picks 20 to 30. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, some that'll be some awkward tension, you know, when the Packers run back out on yeah, the stage and, and, and like, hey, say, hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, dude, I thought Rashad um, was already gone. Sorry so, about yeah. that. So yeah, Rashawn Evans to the Green Bay Packers. And I am sitting at pick 24, um, excuse me, the Carolina Panthers. Oh, please take. <laughs> I'm going to go DJ Chark. No, you're not going DJ Chark, DJ Moore. DJ Chark's my guy at the receiver position, oh. man. He is. I think, you know, if if you're on the clock for the Panthers, I know you're going DJ Moore. Oh, I think so DJ quickly. Chark um, is the best wide receiver in this class from LSU. I think he's, you know, a high percentage plays are, you know, uh, 25 yards plus to the house. Great deep ball threat. He's huge. Um and I think uh, he provides a necessary presence for Cam Newton in that Carolina offense. They could go guard. Um, you know, losing Andrew Norwell is a huge hole for them. I could see them, you know, try and um, replace him. There are a couple guys right now. There's a guard that's slipping, in my opinion, that uh, we'll have to see where he ends up. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry to hurt your feelings, Connor, but I'm you going did. with the other DJ. I set you up with it. I was ready for Carolina to take DJ Moore at number 24, the next Steve Smith, but you went DJ Chirk, and I got to respect it. Yeah. If you went with your gut, and that's who you want to think hey. it is, hey man, maybe you'll be better. We'll see. <laughs> DJ Chirk. All right, so we got the next pick. This would be pick number 25, correct? And it's the Tennessee Titans. Oh, if I had to draft the Titans. They had a good offseason, though. They did get a, add a couple more pieces and everything. Uh, yeah, they took everyone from New England. They did take everyone from New England. If I take Titans, I'm going to go with Maurice Hurst, I think, is who I'm going to go for the Titans. Defense attack out of Michigan. Uh, The Titans have plenty of places they can improve on. I think the defensive line is one of them. I know they have, what's his name, Uh, the Titans defensive tackle that's there right now. That's pretty good. Jarrell Casey, he's good. But uh, adding another defensive tackle, I mean, it seems to be a trend around the league right now. I mean, you see the Rams over Aaron Donald and uh, uh, Dom Kinsu. So I think that Maurice Hurst is a talented defensive tackle, and he can help the Titans right away. Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, Hurst isn't my favorite D lineman. I actually have two. Uh, at least two guys ahead of him that I think one of them is about to be my next pick. But, um, yeah, Tennessee, I think they go interior defensive line. They could go edge, depending on who they like around this area. They could also go linebacker. I think um, our guy Layton, who just had his heart broken, thinking that he was picked two picks ago. I have a plan for Layton. I think I know where you're going with that. I think he's still pretty good, all right? Um, So, yeah, Layton um, could go to Tennessee. 
Um, but I, I, I agree with defensive line at least, even though I don't necessarily agree with the guy. Um, my guy, pick number uh, 26 for the Atlanta Falcons, who just lost Don Terry Poe. They're going to go out and they're going to get Taven Bryan, defensive lineman from Florida. This guy is the second best defensive lineman in this draft class behind Vita Vea. Um, he's a monster. He's, he's an ugly guy. He's, his body is not pretty. He is one of the he has one of the most disgusting bodies you'll see in this draft class. But it doesn't matter because he's a freak athlete and he's always around the ball. Like he he is great at stopping the run. Um, I think that in the Atlanta front seven, um, that's a necessary presence, especially after losing Don Terry Poe, um, Taven Bryan to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I think that's a it's, it's a solid fit for them. All right. Yeah. Um... Always good to have more defensive linemen everywhere. Mm. Can start falling around here. Oh. <coughs> New Orleans Saints. I guess he's gonna fall here. DJ Moore is the the Saints are gonna take DJ Moore here. This really? is where I want. Yeah, yeah, really. I think the Saints might want to go out and get another wide receiver. I know they have Michael Thomas, but Ted Ginn Jr. is really the number two wide receiver right now. Yeah. And I think that DJ Moore is going to be a star in this league. So pair him up with Drew Brees the last couple years in the NFL, and I think they'll make a great combination. Mm, yeah. DJ Moore is one of my favorite wide receivers. <laughs> I have to say, I mean, I think he's going to be a stud. I mean, yeah. watch his highlight tape in Maryland and tell me he's not. Well, yeah, and especially because he didn't have – any great quarterback yeah, play in Maryland. That's so, true. You know, put him with a good quarterback that's, like Drew Brees, it's going to be great. Let's start seeing the magic happen. I like that pick. I think there are three teams in this first round. The Saints, Jaguars, and the um, – who's the other team? Oh, the Eagles. These are kind of just like FU picks. It's like our roster's oh. so good that we're just going to pick the best player available and there's nothing you can do about it because, I mean, we don't we don't need any one glaring position. Um, I would think that the Saints maybe go tight end. Um, you know, maybe that's something they address in the second round. I think that, uh, that nothing's worked out with them at the tight end position since losing Jimmy Graham. Um, so I definitely think that they could do that. I think they could go, you know, a depth, uh, they could go a nickel corner. Um, I think, you know, even just boosting that offensive line, they have one of the best offensive lines adding depth, um, is also necessary. I'm not going to argue with that pick. He's your guy. I think they could go wide receiver, um, okay. solid for new Orleans. Yep. All right. Next pick, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I don't know if this was the plan that you had for him, but, uh, Leighton Vander Esch going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I think that, you know, looking at the Steelers, they don't have many holes on that team. Um, but the one glaring hole is the guy who's not going to be on the field next year. And that's Ryan Shazier. They need a guy in the middle of that defense at the linebacker position. Um, yeah, I think they're going to end up with Leighton or Rashawn Evans, whoever falls to them. Um, if they could get Rashawn Evans, I think that's amazing. Um, I'm not going to argue with Leighton, though. I agree he goes in this range. Um, so, yeah, I think he heads to uh, Pittsburgh with the Steelers at pick 28. And that'd be a solid pickup. The only thing yeah. I was going to say, if you go to the Vikings after I took him first with the Green Bay Packers, you know, he gets some yeah. seen twice a year. That'd be kind of funny. Mm -hmm. but, all right. So, yeah, Leighton Varenage, I'm a fan of him as well. On to the Jaguars. <laughs> this is this is one of my more fun picks of this draft oh, right God. now. Are you going to make me mad? Um, you, I don't know. This I've heard this name swelling around the Jaguars a little bit. Let's hear it. Well, if we're going to talk about Jaguars, what's their biggest weakness right now, would you say? What's their weakest spot? Don't do this to me. What? It's quarterback. No, I'm not taking a quarterback. It's not a quarterback. Besides, oh, it's their biggest weakness. I'm sorry. I forgot to say, outside of quarterback. And I think this is, I, they don't have a tight end. They do not have a tight end. Huh. I'm taking a tight end here, and you know who I'm going with? I'm going with Dallas Goder, tight end out of South Dakota State. First tight end off the board. 
Uh, we got to see him in person this year oh, at JMU. Did. I mean, he looks like a Jordan Reed clone. He's athletic, he's versatile, and I think he'd be a perfect fit for Jacksonville. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I was thinking you were going to take like a, a Kyle Lalletta yeah, or Mason Kyle Lalletta. to Jacksonville. So <laughs> would you be that upset if I took No, that I wouldn't be that upset. I would be upset if you took Mason Rudolph because I, I don't like Mason Rudolph yeah. that much at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, tight end, uh, linebacker depth, and nickel corner is like the only thing I can think Jacksonville needs. And then offensive line depth because every team needs that. Yeah. Um, tight end, I'm not going to argue with you um, on Dallas Godair. I think it's between him and uh, <clears throat> Hayden Hurst. I think they're the top two tight ends in my opinion. Um, the only thing is I think they might go Hayden Hurst over because Hurst uh, is a blocker. Um, he can block and uh, Dallas Godair can't really block. He's more of just a pure receiver, but I definitely think tight end is um, the way to go. So now with the Minnesota Vikings, what am I going to do here? Hmm. This is interesting. I am going to go um, with some offensive line depth. The, the Vikings really took a step back towards the end of last season when their offensive line got banged up and tired. Um, it also happened in their front seven, but I think they've added the depth in free agency to help them out there. I'm going to go with one of my favorite guys to watch on tape, and it's Will Hernandez. Uh Offensive guard That's from UTEP. Just took him. Will Hernandez. I mean, he is a freak. He is one of the most aggressive blockers I've seen. Um, and, you know, for a Minnesota team that needs um, needs bodies on the offensive line in that core, I think he's a great fit. He's huge. Um, you, you can't move him. He'll move you everywhere he wants you to go. Uh, so he will be the pick for the Minnesota Vikings, who are now looking to protect a, you know, a, a new quarterback, a new offensive system. Um, it's a good fit. I think it is a good fit there. Will Hernandez was one of my favorite offensive linemen. In this oh. All right, so that's number 30, right? Yep. So I guess we go through uh, 21 to 30 here. Mm. So that would be starting with the Cowboys, right? Or was it the Seahawks? Oh, no, no, that's no, no, okay. The Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals. Bengals. So the Bengals take James Daniels. The Broncos take Josh Jackson. The Packers take Rashawn Evans. Uh, the Panthers take DJ Chirk, not DJ Moore. Titans take Maurice Hurst. Atlanta takes Tavon Bryan. Uh, Maryland takes or who's the next? Who's after Atlanta? Because I put Maryland instead of actual team. DJ Moore after Atlanta. It would be New Orleans Saints take DJ Saints. Moore. Pittsburgh takes Leighton Van Der Esch. And the Jag Jaguars take Dallas Godert. And the Minnesota Vikings take Will Hernandez. Mm -hmm. So rounding up top 30. We've and got pick two 31, picks left. Pick 31 is uh, to the Packers now because mm -hmm. we traded them with uh, the Patriots. All right. Where are you going with this one? I want to protect Aaron Rodgers. I'll be honest. So it's really just picking which offensive lineman I want here. Whew, and I really wanted Will Hernandez. I did. Possibly. Or they could go wild card and go and get another running back early here. They don't have any. Yet, I'm going with Sony Mike. Sony, Sony Michelle. Michelle. Sony Michelle. Sorry, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle running back out of Georgia. We saw how deadly a combination he was with uh, was it Ch Nick, Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb out of uh, in Georgia. And I think he's a perfect fit for Green Bay. He's a little bit of a lankier running back, I think, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a little lankier and everything, and that's kind of fit their running backs over there uh, uh, last year. 
Gosh, I'm freaking. What's what's the running back they Ty had Montgomery. last week? Ty Montgomery was the same way, and I think that uh, Sony Michelle has a little bit more speed and a little more creativity, and I think that he fits the running back position obviously more than he did last year. And the the Packers had a rotating list of running backs, and it could pro- provide some stability if they take a running back in the first round. Yeah, I agree, and especially when you get two first round picks like we did in this trade for them. Obviously, um, the way it's slated right now, they won't be picking here. But if they are. You know, go ahead and get that um, get that running back. I think that there is more depth at the position where they could go it in the second or third round. Yeah. Um, I agree in protecting Aaron Rodgers. Um, I would have had them slated to take uh, one of my favorite tackles in this class, Colton Miller from UCLA. He was the he was the other he was one the I guy you're considering. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think too. that I think that he if if New England is here at 31, I think that you can just throw this right on the board that Colton Miller goes to the New England Patriots, but. Um, yeah, no, no argument. Sonny Michelle, my second favorite running back in this class. I know everyone likes um, Darius Geis a lot. I have him um, significantly lower. Um, Sonny Michelle would be a great fit in Green Bay and would add a running game, hopefully, finally, to Green Bay's yeah. offense. I mean, in one way to protect Aaron Rodgers as well is to get a good running back. Exactly. So Improve the running game. Alleviate some of the pressure. So, the last pick in the draft. Oh, man. You got it. Champion. The Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia. Do they really need anybody? Can they just pass? Yeah, I mean, honestly, they. Uh, I was thinking running back, but I really think Corey Clement's gonna have a great year next year. Um, I was, still. yeah, they still have Jai as well. I was thinking secondary, but everyone there is a reach right now. I'm thinking linebacker. There's not a guy at the linebacker position I like here. Um, man, this is tough. I'm gonna go. <clears throat> You know what? He hasn't been picked. I'm going to go um, Hayden Hurst, uh, tight end, South Carolina. Um, mm. You know, I think that they lost um, uh, Trey Burton to Chicago. They still have a, a great tight end in uh, Zach Ertz, but everyone else in that depth chart is either old or, you know, doesn't have the best, greatest potential. Um, Hayden Hurst. Uh, would be solid in the running game as one of the best blocking tight ends in this class. Um, also provides some um, extra oomph in the passing game. Um, yeah, the Eagles right now, I think they're just in a position to take best player available. There are some linemen that didn't get drafted that I could see them go. There's some guys in the front seven I think they could go. Yeah. I was uh, Originally, I was thinking wide receiver um, because they did trade away uh, right, wide receiver. They tra- Torrey Smith, they traded him yeah. away. Um so I, I, I thought they could go wide receiver, but after our guys, uh, both DJs were taken off, I don't think they go that at 32. Um, so, you know, I think they end up taking, um, the way this has played out, Hayden Hurst, tight end South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, the only people that fell, I mean, I see right, Deron Payne, I don't think we drafted him in this We draft. didn't, no. Deron Payne would probably be a first-rounder somewhere, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, who's the other guy I was going to say? Uh, Frank Ragnow out of Arkansas, the center, he's pretty uh, highly toted too as well. Yeah, I mean, there are. I think that you're going to see a lot of weird stuff with the linemen. Um, we didn't have Connor Williams drafted. Some consider him one of the best tackles in this class. Billy Price. Well, um, with uh, five quarterbacks taken, you know. Exactly. Some guys are going to fall. And yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, maybe you just have a run in the late first or early second of offensive linemen just because they've all gotten pushed back. But, I mean, we didn't have... Um, Isaiah Wynn, uh, Colton Miller didn't get drafted, Connor Williams, Billy Price. Well, what's the fun thing about these drafts, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it, it's 
completely guessing because we don't know what's going to happen in this draft. Mm -hmm. I know we can give our best opinions and everything, but right. uh, three trades can happen all of a sudden. I mean, who saw the Kansas City Chiefs going up to get Patrick, Pat Mahomes last year? I mean, it's funny. Did you hear about um, the story came out and it was confirmed last week? A lot. There was a lot of speculation. The Saints were going to take Pat Mahomes at eleven. Yeah. The head coach uh, Sean Payton came out and said, "Yeah, the Chiefs traded one pick ahead of us, took our quarterback. They were going to draft instead of Marshawn Lattimore, Pat Mahomes." Well, I think see, and then that's one of those things too. Could you imagine what, that that Saints team with Pat Mahomes, but Marshawn Lattimore, one exactly. rookie, defensive rookie of the exactly. year, and that's that's my side of the thing too. Pat Mahomes could go and be a great quarterback. He could, or he could fail. At the same time, I know there's. Blake doesn't believe that he could ever fail. I don't think he'll fail. But Morgan Mar <laughs> Lattimore might be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL for years. Yeah, I mean, definitely. he has that potential. Oh, yeah. I mean, that draft worked out. That's why he, yeah, people fall down, fall later in the draft because people take quarterbacks, and which is fine because a quarterback is the most uh, important position, but you can still get great talent at number 10, 11, 12, 13. Those big-time players can fall to that. So yeah. uh, I'm excited for this draft. I know everybody else out there is. Yeah, this uh, was fun. I like this. It kind of threw me off a little bit. Some picks I'm like, oh, God, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, this was fun. Sorry if it was a little, you know, it, it's it's going to be a little more shambly than our normal podcast. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we literally, we said for this one, we're not going to we're not gonna try overanalyze. We're going to be doing this on the spot. So, yeah. yeah. The only thing we had talked about was the trades before. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think this was fun. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, some of the picks maybe we get right tomorrow. Um, keep checking, you know, puresports.com, uh, puresportsnetwork.com. I've got some mock drafts, um, some, some quarterback rankings out there this week. Um, you know, keep watching our content um, and enjoy the draft. Yeah, guys, uh, if you guys disagree with any of our picks, want to talk to us, send us a message anywhere. Yeah, uh, all of our contacts on the Pure Sports.